Mic check, one, two, one, two. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we are back again with the Quill Report. Another day, another episode, man. This is, hey, it's feeling good. This is my thing right now. This is my bag, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that's tuned in on IG Live. Shout out to everybody that's checked us out on all the streaming platforms. I had to go back and double back and check, make sure everything was up. We live on Google Podcasts, Apple. We on Spotify. We on Breaker. Anywhere you can get podcasts, man, we are out there, man, and I really appreciate y'all tuning in and rocking with Black Broadway, as usual, once again. Man, it's lit. Uh, live at five, man. I'm on this IG Live thing right now, but I'm getting acclimated again to Instagram because, to be honest, yo, I just, I'm not really an Instagram guy. It's not my thing, but we're getting right back into it right now. We are getting right into our groove, going back into the program. You know what it is, so I don't got to give you too much of the bug. The way this thing is going to work, it's Black Broadway, The Core Report, Daily, doing the news. Let's do it. Yo, first headline, of course, is workers on strike. Essential workers, man. It's crazy right now. A lot of workers are on strike. It's going crazy, man. We're going to talk about the largest university system in the country actually doing the right thing for once. That's going to be an interesting topic. I'm telling you, man. Like, this is... Kind of interested, but I think it's something that speaks to a larger thing that's going on, which is, you know, people realizing that, hey, we, we're kind of on limited time here. And a big thing that's showing you that we're on limited time is what's happening in Michigan. Stay tuned for that, man. Michigan is going crazy. A couple of people getting what they slightly deserve on the humble within that whole college admission scandal. Again, stuff that you're not going to hear about on Anderson Cooper, Chris Cuomo, Rachel Maddow, none of them, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to them, but you're not going to hear this on their shows, man. Versus Big Man, Bounty Killer, you got to run this down. That's going to be a thing, man. And there's so much more. There's a couple other things we, we really got to get into, man. But let's go ahead and get right back into it. Get right into our headlines for this day, man. Listen, workers are on strike, bro. Like, this is a real thing. Like, they've... Deem so many people essential workers. Oh, you essential. You got to do this. You got to do that. Man, we have to have this. We have to have that service. Bro, just today, hundreds, not even hundreds, thousands of McDonald's workers went on strike nationwide and are like, man, McDonald's, you want us to be open. You want to deem yourself an essential business. And it is. You know, people do need food. McDonald's provides food. But you have to take care of the workers. There are people working at McDonald's that have been told by law enforcement even, by local authorities and ordinances that they can't wear masks. McDonald's isn't taking the right measures to, you know, provide social distancing in the work environment. Not only that, but, you know, having to service the public without the proper PPE, et cetera, et cetera. McDonald's workers are fed up, man. A lot of people are speaking out about it again. You can always check one of my favorite sources, Democracy Now. They got an interview with a young lady from Chicago on there talking about the whole thing, talking about the letter that she wrote to corporate just to make them aware of this entire situation, man. It's nuts. Even further, even crazier is the garbage workers, the sanitation, the DPW. Imagine that. DPW in the city of New Orleans on strike today, man, for the third week now, third week with a garbage the sanitation, the actual vital, most, one of the most essential, essential services in the city is on strike. 
These folks have been now replaced by scabs. But guess where the scabs come from? The penitentiary. They got prisoners on work release working as garbage men in New, in New Orleans today because the New Orleans Sanitation Workers Union decided that they wanted proper PPE. They wanted to be able to have hazard pay. And they weren't even talking about anything exorbitant. We just talking about getting paid a couple more dollars per hour for having to work in a global pandemic and one of the most dangerous circumstances imaginable, which is handling waste. Man, it's ridiculous. They bought in the they bought in the corporation that they contracted with, the city of New Orleans has contracted with, bought in prisoners on work release. They plan these prisoners less than minimum wage, according to the reports. But when they say less than minimum wage, you know that's like cents. If you know anybody that's ever been in jail, if you ever been in prison yourself, you know those checks be looking like $0.35 cent an hour, $0.40 cents an hour. And again, they're doing something that, to most extents, is actually a pretty good job, yo. I mean, if you know, like I know, in the hood, man, if a cat get on with DPW, you get on with the sanitation department, you're able to take care of yourself. You're able to take care of your family. And in New Orleans, man, they robbing these men of that, man. They outside of City Hall, every day protesting. Shit is trash, man. Third week. Third week, bro. So imagine, like, yo, those brothers might not have a job to go back to. You know what I'm saying? And of course it's black men. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, essential workers, they only get this title of essential workers. This is a whole new piece of language. And this shit just came out. You know what I'm saying? Before that, they was just, you know, working class, blue collar, you know, man, rough and tumble guys, whatever, man. But that's craziness, and that's really happening. Again, stories you're not going to hear on Anderson Cooper and Rachel Maddow. They don't talk about these folks. They don't give the, these people they proper do and shine. You know what I'm saying? Another thing that's happening right now that they may or may not talk about, but it's interesting nonetheless. The University of California, the entire University of California system, which is the largest university system in the country, they got 23 campuses. The only thing that's close to that that I can think of it's like North Carolina. It's a lot of campuses within the University of North Carolina system, but California got more. $126 billion portfolio. They fully divested from any companies having anything to do with fossil fuel production, which is huge. That's what I'm talking about, like Exxon, BP, all of them. That's guaranteed money makers, man. They out here like, nope, we are fully divested. And then the first university system across the whole nation to actually do that. And there's been a lot of pressure from a lot of activists to have them, you know, have the universities divest from that. Something that's similar to that, something that's similar to that, you know, if a lot of y'all seen uh, School Days, School Days, one of my favorite movies, of course, me and the wife just watched that joint recently. Um, when Lawrence Fishburne and his crew, they were calling for them to divest from companies that supported apartheid in South Africa. So it's the same type of movement. It's the same type of thing. You know, you want universities to lead the way, the intellectuals. You want the people that are in charge of educating and teaching the example to the next generation of leaders to do the, do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? So University of California, you know, that's, that's a step in the right direction. I think that with all this COVID that's going on, I think people seeing that these fossil fuel corporations was a huge part of the problem. And that's sort of why we are where we are. Our dependence upon them is a part of the problem. It's killing the environment, which is 
being reflected in Michigan right now. Yo, Michigan stayed going through it, man. Shout out to all my homies from Detroit, man. I never met people who love their city more, but just do not live there because Detroit is rough, fam. Like, shit is real out there. It's cold in the D, fam. It is super cold in the D. So, all the people's out in Detroit, man, Flint, Kalamazoo, all of that, Michigan, man, Grand Rapids, Shout out to all my peoples out there, man. They going through it. But right now, Michigan is flooding, man. It's like a crazy torrential flood going on in Michigan, in a certain part of Michigan, which happens to also be the home of the Dow chemical plant. And if you don't know who Dow is, you know, Dow is a company. Their symbol is like a little diamond. Look for it on all. Look for it right now. You go in your kitchen right now. And look and see if you see something. Like grab the saran wrap, grab the foil, grab, you know what I'm saying, all types of stuff. Or if you're into anarchy, you can go ahead and look up mustard gas, who produces mustard gas, who produced Agent Orange, all types of stuff like that. That stuff comes from the Dow Chemical Plant. And it's in Michigan right now where it's currently flooding. The flood water is contaminated with the toxic pools and the recesses that they keep all their waste in is contaminating and mixing with the water supply in Michigan, which is already going through it. It's nuts. And this is all, these are all companies that the University of California was heavily invested in. So shout out to them for divesting in the Dow company. You know where Dow also is too, Delaware. Whenever you ride through, you know, if you're driving to New York or whatever, you drive through Delaware, you look off to your left hand over there and you see those plants and stuff. That's Dow, man. That's them. You know what I'm saying? DuPont, Dow, all of them. They producing crazy chemicals. When you breathe the air up there, you may, you know you roll your window up immediately when you slide through there. Like, you know the vibes. If you've been on 95 as much as I have, you know the vibes. So this is crazy to think that torrential flooding is happening in a place where so much toxic assets at. And just to boot, just to, just to tip it off, they got a whole damn nuclear reactor on site, you know what I'm saying? Bam, they make styrofoam and they got a nuclear reactor on site, you know, just for research purposes. And that shit is all flooded. So I'm bad out here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Not a good thing over there in Michigan, but you know, Michigan gonna keep pushing through. Trump is attacking Michigan right now also because he's saying that they're moving illegally by allowing people to exercise their constitutional right to vote by mail, which is uh, express right, not only in the whole United States, but definitely in Michigan, fam. Like, that shit is ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's making up the rules as he goes along because he's very concerned about, quote-unquote, cheating. But if you ask me, the cheating is already taking place, the, the game is already in the bag. Because when you say the game cheating, either way it work out, you win. If you win, you win. If you lose, they was cheating. I, I can't lose. So I, I see the game. I, I know how that go, man. I done, you know, played dice with a lot of bullies. You know what I'm saying? I done seen, I done seen that happen a lot of times. So it, it, this is the type of game that we playing right now. This is the type of government that we have. We govern by bullies. We live in a society of, you know what I'm saying, like savage martial law, honor code bullshit. So, you know what I'm saying? We're going to ride that wave all the way to the end even within a global health crisis. But, hey, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's America for you. Don't catch you slipping. So, yo, it, it's, hey, wait, you already know the vibes, fam. There is not going to be an election in 2020. I've been saying that since day zero, and 
I stand by that. Like, since the election in 2016, I've been telling people, you need to be prepared for an authoritarian government. And the way that that's going to happen is a gradual chipping away at the foundation of what we got to, you know, have in order to have a peaceful transfer of power. Like, all the people that are in the offices that are important, just like what happened in Georgia with Stacey Abrams. The Secretary of State was running the election. Fam. And that's his homies. They're going to make sure, his whole department is going to make sure that whatever happens, happens in his favor. So the cheat is already in. But I'm telling you, we're getting to a point where they're, they're stopping feeling the need to cheat. Like, that's not a thing. What we're going to do is just overtly take this over. And we're going to use the crisis button. Like, this is what's happening right now. Things are happening that are so far gone, so far beyond our control. We can't have an election. We can't have a pe- exactly like a global pandemic. Now we can't have an election, guys. Come on. We, we're not having an election, man. We can't change presidents, bro. We got a global pandemic going on. What's happening here? Nah, man, this is an actual... If this wasn't already the plan, then everything that happened has fully been in that plan's benefit, okay? So if that wasn't already the strategy in order to, you know, covert, subvert the election, that was happening. And I used to say it was going to be a war because, you know, we all know that there's precedence for that when FDR actually had three terms as president, you know what I'm saying? FDR might have been president for life. He could have been the king because if the only thing that stopped him from being elected again or serving the full term again was that he died. You know what I'm saying? And that was it. You know, the people trusted him. He he uh, guided us through World War II. He created every social program that we know right now that we depend on, like it's life. Medicaid, Social Security, the Parks Department, all of these different governmental bureaus, man. You know what I'm saying? He created those. He created the bureaucracy. Because before that, man, I mean, this was a, a, a government of gangsters. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Civil War was not a joke, bro. Right, and FDR was elected during the Great Depression, man, during one of the most traumatic times in this country's history. So it wasn't really like people, you know, had an option but to throw their full faith in this person, especially if he guided them through this successfully. And if we are to make it through this COVID, you know, crisis quote-unquote, successfully, if we ever are to go, quote-unquote, back outside regularly, how, do, how does Trump not get elected to, for life? How is he, how is he not the, 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 the president for life? I, I don't understand this. Like, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like, I, you know, this is my little conspiracy theory, you know. Like I said, I'm glad I have a podcast. I get to say things like this, you know what I'm saying? But this is real talk, and I have conversations with a lot of people who feel similarly like, you know, I don't ask anybody to agree with anything that I say 110%. That's why I love having conversations, you know what I'm saying? Because I think that there's a discussion to be had about how, you know, since 9-11, man, we gave up a lot of freedom in this country. We gave up a lot of freedom in this country. Yo. We used to do a lot of things very freely. And now, you know, we just take it for granted that we don't, man. Anybody remember the airport before 9-11, dog, man? Everybody was fucking smoking and, you know what I'm saying? People was drunk. And I, I, I remember walking right up to the gate and meeting my pops coming right off the plane, man. Like, it was, a lot of drugs were being smuggled. It was, it was pretty, pretty interesting time, fam. Now, and now we just take it for granted that we got to take off our shoes. 
we got damn near getting naked to get on the plane. Like it, it's something that a lot of people aren't really aware of just how much this is, you know, taking out of our experience as being just free people, man. It's, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of freedom, don't let me get off on a rant because I'll get on a whole tangent about that. Speaking of freedom, a couple people might be giving up their freedom soon. They really should, man. They should sit down for a hot second just for being petty. Lori Laughlin and her bub-ass husband, what's his dad's name? G- Julia Gilianio? What is it? Genalio. Genalio Massimo. He's the dude who made Massimo, the, 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 the target shit. Not the, not the Moschino. Not the shit that, you know, used to have to go up um, Mazda Gallery and get the Massimo joints. The joints you get from Target. <laughs> yeah, yeah, them joints. I mean, which had fly moments, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the elitist, all right? I'm not even going to go off like I'm some type of, you know what I'm saying, um, designer whore. I'm, no, I'm not gonna. You know what I'm saying? But Massimo and his bum-ass fits, man. And his, and his cheating-ass wife, Aunt Becky, they both decided to go ahead and turn the ship around and cop a plea. And now they've said that they're guilty of trying to uh, subvert the admissions process to get their, you know, Instagram thought daughter onto uh, USC's campus to take more Instagram content, I suppose. That's, I mean, shit, that was the play for real. Hey, get her on campus. She's going to get this content. You know, you might have a whole other family empire going on. Y'all could be the Kardashians or something out here. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I see the vision, Aunt Becky. But, no, you can't you can't just buy people into, you know, these universities, these, you know, bastions of higher learning. It just, it just doesn't work like that. But, you know what I'm saying? They, they tried to ride that wave all the way to the end. And, you know what I'm saying? It just, you know, it crashed on them. It happens, yo. I mean... A lot of us have been to court. Yo, no, I'm not with the daughter, man. She was, she's definitely big time trash. She was all the way in on this. She was on Instagram talking about, yeah, you know, I did all this work. I'm going into, um, what am I talking about? I'm going into USC. I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. She knows she lying. No, she is lying. She is a whole YouTube influencer. Not rocking. I can't give her any any type of credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, she's a, she's a whole influencer. She don't even I don't even know how she graduated high school. Like she she I, is she dating an athlete or something? She didn't she didn't even like USC. She wasn't even really trying to go. That's the thing about it. It's never for the kids. It's 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 clout. It's for the parents. It's for them to feel good about all of this. For them to feel like, oh, wow, yeah, my kids are really great. You know, they're in USC. She's doing this, that, and the third. Yeah, you know, when you have, you know, it's cool when you have, like, Spike Lee and everybody over the house. And you can be like, oh, yeah, my daughter, yeah, she's in USC film school. You know, it's great. Yeah. Oh, man. Your kids are over there, too? That's great. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man. That's, you can't get, and you can't stand like that, especially when you made bub-ass shirts that they sold at Target. Stop it. Who are you? You're Aunt Becky, and he is... Massimo, not Moschino. They stay stay in your lane. Respect your lane. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't understand the problem. But you know what I'm saying? It's just one of those type of things that, you know, said perhaps the American justice system will see them. They caught the plea. They actually got a little bit of time. Um, Lori Laughlin got two months. 
and uh, old Massimo got uh, five of them things, you know, five of them months there, you know, sit on down. You know, he'll probably be out in like two and a half weeks. And my question for real is, when exactly are they going to go to jail? Because I doubt they're going to go to jail in the middle of a, go- a global pandemic. I don't think they're going to lock Aunt Becky up in the middle of the COVID crisis. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, that seems a little harsh to me, man. Fuck it. Like, I'm not even going for it. I'm, I'm no, you know, apologist for, you know, school cheating. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They ain't doing none of that time because of COVID-19. This thing is called suspended sentences. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, cool. All right. We got that. We got those guys down on the record. They pleaded guilty. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got out, yo. Everybody that did a little crime and that had to go do a little time under Trump's regime got out. Manafort, out. Michael Cohen, out. Michael Flynn, never going up in that joint. Yo, oh, bruh, Smith, you already know I'm going. (laughs) Listen, I try to stay low and keep firing because if it was COVID, if they caught me out here on these streets, yeah, they... They definitely got room for me down Central, wherever, wherever, yo. Oh, man. Hey, Whitey just came in talking about Tiger King getting parted. If they let Joe Exotic out, I'm flipping this table over. I promise y'all, I will flip this table over if they let Joe Exotic out, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not vouching for that, man. It's, it's all bad. All the rats are slipping right through the cracks, as They... I, I don't respect it, man. You know what I'm saying? It it makes me feel like, again, I was always right. That the law is only applicable to a couple of people. You know what I'm saying? The law is applicable when they really catch you slipping, yo. When they really catch you slipping or when you're really out here violating, violating, there are consequences. If the legal system gets their hands on you, they're going to administer those consequences. Otherwise, those consequences can and will be administered by the streets. That shit happens. So it's not a big, it's it's not a thing as though you can escape justice. But right now, people are sliding, bro. <laughs> These dudes are sliding, yo. My man Paul Manafort, out of there. Michael Cohen, out of there. In the meantime, Mumia Abu-Jamal, still in there. Leonard Peltier, still in there. Matulu Shakur, Still in there. What's the call? Free them all. What's the call? Free them all. What's the call? Free them all. That's how we do it, man. For real, yo. Like, absolutely. We got to let all the political prisoners go. If we, Especially if we're releasing people on medicals. I mean, Mumia Abu-Jamal is literally suffering from so many diseases and so many, so many crises of just not having the best health care in here, man. You already know. Hey, right. 6-9-0 hit. Hey, man. Bam. I didn't even want to bring this man's numerals onto my chat like that, man. I don't even want to bring this man into my life like that. But yes, this man is out here freed up. And why? And why? Because you're cooperating with the federal government for no other reason than that. You know what I'm saying? It's clownery. And then you got a lot of people clowning too, like, you know what I'm saying? Bringing them, you know, bringing them more clout. I'm not going to be one of those people, man. You know what I'm saying? We don't rock with that, man. We do rock with Swiss Beats and Timberland, though. We do rock with them. And they got the next verses coming up. So, you know, we got to get into that, man. I really want... Look, it's about to be that... Se- it is that second half of the show right now. 
where I want people hit that request button, man. Hop in this joint, man. For real. Fuck it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a couple of things that we got going on this weekend, man. That's, you know, I'm excited about. You know what I'm saying? Or I won't say this weekend, but, you know, my man Beanie Man and Bounty, they got that thing. That's right. You already know, man. VA legend Timberland out here, man. Getting this shit done, man. I can't lie. The versus thing is, is, is kind of sweet. Me and my homeboy, we've been debating back and forth who was going to be next. Because, you know, it's been a lot of, uh, you know, rumors. It's, it's Exactly. That beanie and bouncy about to be smoke. It's been a lot of innuendo, man. Like, you know, I was I was kind of here for the 3-6 Bone Thugs, but not really. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be here for the 3-6 Bone Thugs, but I can't lie. I wasn't really that excited about that. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I'm going to keep it. If we're going to keep it a thou wow, all right, that Nelly and Luda, they could have kind of kept that. For real, like, you know what I'm saying? Look, nah, that LL versus Snoop, I don't feel like that's that's going to happen, man. I don't feel like that's going to happen, man. Like, that's that's two different eras. Like, Snoop ran in the 90s. L's, L got to reach into the 80s bag a little bit. Snoop can't go back there with him. You know what I mean? Snoop couldn't, take, could, couldn't go there, man. It was just a... I feel like this Swiss and Timberland, they real smart. Like, I think they real strategic about the way they go about doing this because it's like they do a big joint and then they do a joint like that's got some street cred. You know what I'm saying? Then they do a big joint, then they do a joint that's got like, you know, some international appeal or something like that. Luda definitely killed Nelly. I didn't have no time for anyone who was saying otherwise, man. You know what I'm saying? And you definitely can't trust Snoop on live because Snoop is just Snoop, man. Snoop going Snoop is youth. He's a consummate professional, but Snoop has an agenda. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Snoop's about to get this thing rocking, man. I think that this Beanie Man and Bounty Killer, this big for the islands, like for people, like just to bring the international people in a little bit more. I know the Afro Beats people want, you know, a part of this too, but it's the thing. You got to have 20 joints. You got to have 20 in the clip. If you don't have 20 in the clip, is not for you. And and that's how I feel about verses. And when we get right down to it, it's it's not too many more people who are in in a space where you can ask them to do this that's rocking. You know what I'm saying? Yo, my man boss back in this joint, man. Let me get you back in here, man. Let's go. Yo. Oh, oh, hold up. My bad. 20 of them things. <laughs> yo, you in these streets? <laughs> in these streets with the fedora, it's his eyes. All right, respect. You know, hey, you know. Hey, thank you for, thank you for checking back know, in with us. See, I think I spoke too much when I said, when I let the cat on the bag about Jesus being in the detention center, I see all these motherfucking Jedis with fucking robes just following me, hitting corners around me and shit. So <laughs> yo, where you at? Right now. Where you at? It's real out here. That's all I'm trying to say, like. Which part? Where, yeah. What part of town you in right now, man? I'm uptown. I just passed. I'm right here on Kennedy Street. You on Kennedy dog. Street? What it look like on Kennedy Street right now, man? What's going man, on? Man, it's, it's it's just niggas out and regular, <laughs> re- regular 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 niggas who want to be seen and your average tumbleweed rolling by. Yo, it's crazy, man. Listen, DC. So you know, every state opened up partially, like their retail and all of that stuff. 
And but DC hasn't. You see any stores, any more stores open than you used to see? Like, or is it still pretty dead? Everything locked down. See, that's the thing. Like, ain't no stores in DC. <laughs> like, ain't nothing but like big stores. Like all the all the little stores closed. Like everything closed. Everything along those streets True. closed. Unless it's like the average corner store, or the liquor True. store, you know, the little store, but. So, yeah, nothing cool. It's going to get a pair of shoes and everything opening up. You that's what I'm saying. I guess Yo, did you hear? Uh, okay, okay. How about this? I need you to go ride out Tyson's for me real quick. Go out Tyson's, yeah. man. <laughs> Tyson's are fully open, man. I heard Tyson's Corner was fully listen, open. Listen, listen. That's got, a commonwealth. They got a curfew when their sun go down. I'm not rolling out there. That's I hear that. that. Yeah, nah. Look, at one point in time, man. At one point in time, bro, if we was walking around the streets with sunglasses and a camouflage mask on our face, we would be considered. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody just told me the other day. They say you got to feel some kind of way about everybody masked up out here because I used to do this like it's normal, like it's a regular day. Man, yeah, listen. listen. I feel like everybody jogging my style out here, but it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> you was you ready know? for the future, man. You did some 2008, 9, 10 ish out here, just masked up and all that. Fucking I, really, I Yo, man. Tight, hey, know? my man Smith just checked in with a word. He said, man, open up Sunrise Caribbean on the app, man. Hey, is Sunrise Caribbean up? Because I definitely need the jerk tofu one time for the one time, bro. Ah, man. You know what I'm saying? Hold up. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm with you. I'm with you. Say again? It's just changing by the second, dog. Like, the way they throw shit up and yeah. turn down. And, and listen, and, and listen, when you ride around too, another thing, another thing to pay attention to when you ride around also is how many businesses that used to be, you know, Real storefronts that have taken everything out. You know where I noticed they took everything out of and they're about to shut it down for real? Soul Cycle. It's a wrap. It, who's getting on a motor? Who's getting on a, a, a bicycle that I just sweated my balls off for two hours later after COVID? That's. They better get hip like overseas and get them little boxes, the little isolation boxes that they had next to the machine. I, I, I think that's probably the best idea. See, there's going to be some good ideas that come Listen, out of this. But just think about how the people... ...and further the earth, but... <laughs> It's all bad. Like, it's all bad. bad. Think about how the people, think about how the people, man, invested and made so much money on that silly ass idea. And now it's not even a possibility anymore, man. For real, yo. You be safe out there in the field, bro. For real, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yo, man. We out here. Man. Appreciate hey, listen. Hey, drop game, your man. cash app, man. Look, this is what we doing on Black Broadway Podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? Hold on a sec, man. Not bad. Woo, woo, woo. All right, yeah. Yo, this is what we doing on the podcast from here on out, man. All the guests, man, that check in, man, drop me your cash app, man. I'm sending you something on the love. It'll help you pay your little Uber Eats fee or something like that, man. You know what I'm saying? This is on the love. And this is a, a sponsorship, even. This is brought to you by, you know what I'm saying, a shadow corporation, should I say, but somebody who support real news and real journalism, you know what I mean? They got a YouTube channel that you should check out as well. It's called Dark Spirits, you know what I'm saying? It's on YouTube, Dark Spirits. 
You want to know about whiskey? You know, I, I don't have my decanter here right now, but you know, I drink good over here, man. Dark Spirits, they putting it up, man. We giving it out. We showing love to the streets, man. You come up here, you check in on the live, boom, drop your cash out. We got you. You know what I'm saying? Get a Popeye's chicken sandwich on the game or something. You know what I'm saying? That's real life. Hey, man, look, I want the request. I want the smoke. I want anybody to come on here and get down, man. You got to get on the live, though. You got you to gotta request to be in on the live to be eligible for the Popeye's chicken sandwich cash out reward. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all it is, man. You know what I'm saying? We showing love, man. We making sure that somebody, at least you can eat out here, man, because... Yo, this is insanity, man. Like, every time I talk to my friends, my family, you know what I mean? I'm just really taken aback at just how nobody really knows what's going on, man. And we ask ourselves every day, you know, when is this going to be over? And how, what's life going to be like after this? But if you're paying attention, life is moving as this is happening. Like, this is everything that's happening right now, even though... It seems as though our lives and our world is at a standstill. I mean, in real life, bro, man, like, this thing is still moving, man. Yo, case in point, I definitely got to drop this on y'all. Man, if you from the town and if you ever been back in LaDroit Park, if you know a little bit about Howard University, if you went to Howard University, you might remember the dorms that were back in the cut. There was a dorm that was back in the cut a little bit. And it was well off the campus path, but it was called Slow Hall. And it was a, a little small, like maybe three-story flat dorm. Um, it's a little park across the street or whatever. This was a, a cool-ass little place. The shuttle used to go back there. It's by that circle or whatever in LaDroit Park. Anyway, for the last few years, I don't know what happened. I believe Howard must have sold it off U Street. Exactly. Off U Street, though, but like that U Street. If you have... You, if you ever been to House of Secrets, let's see who really initiated out here. If you ever been to House of Secrets, it's back in that in that part of the world. You know what I'm saying? So that part of the world right there, they have this um little Howard had this property about three stories, like I said, you know, dorm room. They sold it. Developers got the developing, bruh. That shit is a full blown condo building right now with. $1,786 a month for 476 square feet. <laughs> for one bedroom with 476 square feet, you can pay $1,786 a month on, I don't, God knows what street that is. I don't, who the fuck knows, man? That's in the cut. And, this, and it's not even a glass blocks. It's, it's the same... Dorm sleds, it's like straight up. It's the same structure. They didn't even tear down the building. They, right, they just combined like two dorm rooms, two two suites, and they was like, yeah, that's an apartment now. Oh, yeah, here's a kitchen. Shit crazy. The shit is insane. Yo, and po Howard has so much property that's going to get redeveloped within all this COVID. Because one thing I'm noticing, hey, Slaz, I know you be riding around the town all the time on your bike. One thing I'm noticing is that, man, these buildings are getting fucking built, bro. If you've ever been down by uh, Union Market or if you ever go down there by, you know, um, further down New York Avenue, like where the Target is and all of that, man, look, these buildings are getting built. Like, they're not playing around. Like, 
When, and I don't know who's going to live in them. I don't know. I don't quite understand what the plan is. But, yo, these buildings are being built. They are being finished. They are being, you know what I'm saying, marketed. Like, the, the sign is up. It is crazy to me because I'm just thinking, like, I mean, post-COVID, I would have to think that the appeal of living in the city kind of dissipates a little bit. Like, I would, I would if I had uh, a prior orientation, like, say, if I came from the burbs, if I came from the country. And Slash, maybe you can, you can vouch for this or check in on this. Like, if I came from the hood, if I came from the, uh, pardon me, from the country or from the, uh, a rural area, like, man, fuck this city shit. I can't social distance in D.C. I'm, I'm back out. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here in the cat. I'm back out in Warrington. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, they building all these apartments and everything on top of each other and all these people. Who the fuck's supposed to live in those big-ass apartments right down there by uh, the towers at Howard? When is Howard supposed to come back? Like, how how does any of that work, yo? See? Exactly. Sled's in the woods right now, man. You know what I'm saying? He live on 11th Street. He in the woods right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. I don't see people really, um, I don't, you know, you think you think the majority of them will, man? I don't know. If, if Worsman says, man, that, that the majority of people will. See, like, the reason that I want y'all to really come in on the live is so I can get your audio. Because when I'm seeing your comments, I'm reading them kind of back at the same time I'm talking to you. If I get you on the live, boom, I can just have you right here speaking your piece. You know what I'm saying? Letting people, letting people hear what you're saying, because y'all making some really good points. And at the end of the day, you're right, man. This is this is all something that we never seen before. It's, this is a new thing. It's a it's a new um, way of looking at what we're you know dealing with. Like, will our living situation be the same? Will our social situations be the same, man? I don't know, bro. I don't know if I really even want to go back to that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a different space, but that's me. I can't lie. If this was 10 years ago, I'd be devastated. <laughs> like, oh, my God. What do you mean I can't go out every fucking night? <laughs> this shit is ridiculous, man. But you know what I'm saying? That's life, man. You know, this is things that you just got to deal with and cope with. And I think everybody going to come out of this joint, you know, forever changed. It's going to be a whole different wave, man. For real, yo. It's like, you know, I'm glad to be here, man. You know what I'm saying? I got to give out some happy birthdays, too, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a wild birthday. It's been a wild birthday week, man. It's been, I know so many people had birthdays. So many dope people had birthdays this week, man. Today, yesterday, it was Buster Bonds, Tucson, Loverture. You know what I'm saying? Before that, it was Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? Like, today, it's Biggie. It's Havoc. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, hold up. Let me get my man Smith in here real quick. Boom. We're going live. Hold up, where you at? Okay, you coming up. Yeah, it's Havoc, man. Oh, Smith, hey, you just got a chicken sandwich. Hey, you were just speaking about Biggie and shit. Bam, one time. Grace Jones, well, you see, just gave me Grace Jones' birthday today, man. It's crazy, man. Grace Jones, okay. That's big birthdays today, big birthdays, man. My man, Eric. When you was talking about who gonna be buying these buildings and moving into these condos and shit like that? Right, bro. That's not gonna stop none of them. You don't think so, huh? Nah, bro. Even even with people, these seventy five thousand allegedly new cases and shit, like 
Yeah, it's not it's not gonna be I think that in the urban 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 centers, right? They're gonna yeah. find a way to separate or protect this population. That's the one thing yeah. I do feel a little bit more secure about in DC, in certain parts of DC. Cause yo, yeah. I'm uptown. I one thing I learned during this pandemic is to definitely uptown. shop in the most whitest of parts of town that I can go to, yo. And when I'm up in Tilly Town at the Giant on Connecticut Avenue, the yeah. vibes is totally different, man. They're not worried in the same way that we worry. It's they not, not they're not experiencing this in the same way that we are. They're not they experiencing they definitely not experiencing the economic anxiety in the same they way don't. that we are. You know what I'm saying? And I know I know plenty of people that's laid off right now during all of this. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, you know what I mean, just not affected by shit like that. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, the same shit that always go on when anything pop off. Like, we tend to get the, the worst of the front. Absolutely. So, I mean, those condos, though, the, the thing about it is, people that are fortunate enough to still be working and may still have something saved up mm-hmm. might get a, a break. So, instead of buying 700000 for a condo mm-hmm. or a house, you know what I mean? Because the, the market going drops. Mm-hmm. But that's gonna leave. That's gonna make a little bit of wiggle room for black folks who do got some bread, who do got their credit right, mm-hmm. to an opportunity to jump on and seize the, at the moment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like me and my lady, we definitely gonna try to buy. A house. I, yo, man, we've been thinking about that too, man. Do you feel like this is a good opportunity for people that's that's to make that move, that want to make that move, make that move? Get your credit right within the next six months to a year. I like it. That's when, that's when shit going really... Now, I on the real, those are the only bills I'm down with paying. Anything that's going to raise my credit, anything that's going to take me up in my, you know what I'm saying, uh, what am I going to say, my, my financial standing as far as like how good I look on paper to potential quote-unquote lenders. Like, hey, look, I'm a small business owner. I'm trying to get this PPP, man. Me too. Yo, you know the vibes. <laughs> you know the vibe, so and if I get that bread, oh, I'm definitely buying some land. That exactly, hey. and I, I think that's what's going to happen for the mm-hmm. people who thinking the way you're thinking. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be opportunities for people like you. you mm-hmm. know what I'm so that's one of the small blessings. But for Thank the most you, part, a lot of us don't have the capital to just go. Yeah, the house is going to go down, but we still don't have the credit or the capital to just go out and buy something. Right. So they still going to be able to take advantage of shit like that. Yeah, you exactly. I mean? So it's like the test 22. It's good and to I hear think. that you and your lady are getting in position on that, though, for real, because here's the thing. There's some of us that are, that were really right on the cusp of doing stuff like that. And then this hit, I mean, my lady, one of her best friends in Houston, Texas, literally was a, was at the closing process. And her husband had got furloughed, didn't get laid off, got furloughed. And then, like, maybe a week or two later... Because don't they furlough just mean you stop working until the freeze is over. Exactly. And that, that, that fucked up the closing. And then, But then a week or two later, he got back on, and they had to go back through the whole process... And it was just, it's a mess, man. You know what I'm saying? So I really want a lot of people that's in a, in a position to make those moves, man, to make those joints aggressively. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. real talk. You know what I mean? I, right now, I'm working on my credit because, you know, when I was in college, I fucked up the bad. Mm-hmm. Of course. Who did? Hey, what, you signed up for one of them credit cards in the cafeteria? Yeah. <laughs> bank cards. Fuck my bread up. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's 
saying? You got a T-shirt and a water bottle <laughs> and, and an $800 credit limit. Hey, listen, man, that T-shirt and water bottle combination was deadly. That shit, <laughs> that shit put a lot of us behind the eight ball for... for even, that, like, even shit like that, bro, that's predator. Like That's you know predatory. I mean? You know what I mean? That's predatory. Listen. This, this the type of thing. Like, yo, I was talking to my pops maybe mm-hmm. like a month ago, and I was just telling him, like, about credit. Right. Like, I was like, Dad, you were supposed to tell me about credit when I was... 13. He was like, man, I told you, I told you about credit when you got your first credit card. I'm like, but that's too late. Yeah, I'm that's already, me. I'm already 18, 19, 20. You know what I'm saying? That I'm, I'm behind the eight ball with shit like that. I'm supposed to know about this coming up as a youngin because that type of shit would allow me to move better. You know Absolutely, you man. Supposed, when I turned 18, you was supposed to put me on a credit card. And as you paid the bills, it's building my credit up. You, know you think I mean? that same type of financial literacy is still valuable or going to be valuable even post-COVID? Like, you think the financial system is going to work the same? But I think credit is going to be the most important thing. That's wild, because credit because is like the least... don't have jobs right now. Right, right, exactly. So it's all imaginary, because, like, the people who got money, who got cash, so to speak, like, I got some cash, I'm, I'm okay. But to yeah. say that, like, you know, unless my credit gets up, up, like, you know, eventually that cash is going to dwindle to a point where it's not going to have the impact that it used to have. You know what I'm saying? And my my number going to have to be up. And if my number is up, then I can rock. My cousin just checked in. The dude's gangster said he know all about these algorithms and these, yeah. you know, these Bitcoin, cur- cryptocurrency, just these digital currency, you know, um, revenue planning schemes that are being used to control our lives now. It's like that Black Mirror shit where, you know, they give everybody a point. Like Grand Theft Auto, you got stars above your head. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. I just seen somewhere in regards to credit, like an 800 uh, credit score is worth $100,000. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, An 800 credit score has more buying power than $100,000. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? That is a, I will go ahead and say that's 100% real. You know what I'm saying? That's major. That's right. That is major. Because, yo, that's that's not the world our parents grew up in. That's not really even the world we grew up in. And now that's the world. That's what it is, fam, man. Yo, man, Smith, thank you for checking in, fam, man. Yo, keep dropping these tracks, man. Keep doing your thing, family. I got some new shit out that's coming real soon, so I'm going to definitely tell you. Hey, look, tell the people, man, where to get it at, man, what to do, man. Smith. The Homie Make Concern out now on all streaming platforms. If you just go to my uh, Instagram profile, Wordsmith, tap in with Perfect. I love it. Yo, I got to tell you too, man. Yo, you one of my favorite guys because you, like, you see my Instagram story today when I posted about um, the podcast at uh, Marvin a year ago. You was in the building. You was there. (laughs) You was there, man. Live on the set, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm Marvin, man. Supporting the gang, man. Fam, I got your cash app. You got a chicken sandwich coming your way, my guy. I appreciate it. It's lit, man. <laughs> my man. Take care, family. Peace. All right. Yo, man, this is it right here, baby. This is Black Broadway Podcast, the core report, man. For real, for real, man. We are in the house. We. This is what we're talking about, man. Just all the things that are running through all of our minds throughout this whole entire quarantine, man. I got, I'm looking forward to these shows, man, as the days, the, the weeks, uh, hopefully not the months, but whatever rolls by, man, because, you know, 
We got a lot to go on. I'm not doing weekends just for just for GP. You don't gotta worry about trying to like fake ignore me on Saturday and Sunday while you're doing your thing with your families and things. I want I want, I want all that to be rocking. But man, yo, we doing this thing every day, man. Weekdays, all quarantine. My boy Dead Slaz in the house, man. Slazzy in the woods, man. Check in with me, boss man. All right. Hey! hey, hey That's what's up, man. Yo, this is my guy right here, okay? This is my, my oldest, man. He's under the wig like fried rice and yums, man. My boy right here, man. Slazzy, what's up with you, man? Where you at? Let me, let me show you my view real quick. Hold on. I'm not here in the field with the lady. Okay. I'm in the mountain house right now. Oh, my God. See, look at this decadence. Hey, baby, look at this decadence. Oh, my God. Is that a loft, sir? I'm only living, I'm, I'm only living vicariously through other people. Living out here. I love it, man. You love it, man. That's great, man. That's fly hey, shit, you know, man. I got to tell you, we had to pop out of the city because... Dude, I can't even walk my dog in the street. You can't walk your dog in the street. Humans. It's crazy, man. Like, yo. Dude, it's it's a I, I heard you talking about it earlier and everything. It was just the fact that I was like, you know, lucky enough to have family members that have like, you know, nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you when blessed. This is all said and done. You in that space. You coming with me. Hey, <laughs> I'm definitely, I've been trying to get out warranted for years, Slash, you know. i bring you out to the field for so long. You have, you have, you have made several attempts, and I got to take you up on those, man. No, but I'm never going to stop. Gonna <laughs> no, you my man, I'm going to keep bringing you up to you. I'm going to drag you down. You don't with me. I, I love it, man. Look, man, yo, no, it's, what, it's, what it's, county it's, are you in in Virginia right now? What county? I'm no, I'm not in I'm in Maryland right now. Okay, okay. Is it like so I'm in Deep Deep Creek? You in Deep Creek? Yeah, it's uh McHenry. Okay. McHenry That's not even that far. Uh, it's about two and a half hours out the district. Oh yeah, you out there, man. Moving and grooving, man. Get the hell out of here. How long yeah. you been there? Uh, we've been here for, I think like two days now. I think we're gonna be here for, you know, another couple of days. Okay, okay. Uh, just yeah. a little escape. You haven't fully relocated yet. You ain't getting no. out there yet. Yeah, hey, yo, no, I'm still in the district. I okay. still live in DC. I'm not. I'm not leaving in time. <laughs> you ain't a bad ship. I'm gonna tell you, it's weird. The moment I came out here, I realized because I've been stuck in DC. Like right. I've been living the same way everybody. I'm. All, I live on Sherman and Irving. I'm big really right down from the This is my boy, man. Down. This. If you know me from Wise Out Club. You know Ezra. You know Slezra. You know this man been my man since 2012. Down since day zero. Dude, you put me on. My, <laughs> my guy. If it wasn't for you, Kill, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Big old but facts, I'm telling, man. Dude, I'm telling you, like, even being on, like, Sherbet and Irving, like, mm. it, it, everyone's, it, it's a weird, a weird game. I came out here to, like, the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I walked into I walked into a gas station and an old lady was like taking your mask off and I was like Holy shit. Straight and she, up. Like, she was like, I can't see your face. Let me see let me see your face. And I was like, oh. first off, I thought we were supposed to be in this whole like, yo, don't take your mask off. Everyone's like, <laughs> I thought this was a pandemic. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be careful. And there's literally parts like, you know, DC living the way it is, but like, yo, out here, yeah. Like, it's a completely different ballgame. Ain't no black people out there. Just confirm. No, there are. Oh, yeah. word? Okay. Come on. <laughs> You're right. You in Maryland. You ain't that far away. You're right. Hey, we out on. there. 
My man, you coming out here? So you're right. So fucking right. We if I'm coming out there, we out there. <laughs> People out here fucking thriving and living. You can't put that on. No, you're right. You're right. Place. You know, and you're right because I know how you roll too. You wouldn't be out here fucking around in, in fucking hey. Magaville. Hey, let me let me, let me <laughs> just show you. Let me just show you. This. You don't even fit the profile in Magaville. How I'm living right now. And like the way look, I mean, yo, like living with muskets on the wall and shit. <laughs> like, dude, look, look at this. <laughs> this the, this is the vibe. I love it. See, I, what the fuck is that? The Constitution on the wall? The fuck oh, was that? Who the fuck was that? The, the, the Bill of Rights? Look, look, I love the homies get on and start talking to shit. <laughs> I love when my friends start getting on this right here. Yo, <laughs> you my I man, dog. I see you, Tim Anderson. I see you. I know, man. yo, exactly, man. Come on, Tim's in the house, man. When you see, hey, man, the whole gang is here, man. Because, I mean. Oh, yeah. Keep the smile. Let me see the smiles. Come on. Keep smiling, Tim. Get your ass out of Brooklyn. Go outside, fool. Man, you motherfuckers, man. These are the motherfuckers that are tearing up D.C. on bikes on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? Really doing this shit, man. Really in the trenches. Slabs, man. You know the streets miss your your grinds, man. You got to come back, bro. Streets. I've been riding. I know. I've been on the quiet. On the quiet. I keep it on the low, You riding ATVs out there? You riding dirt bikes out there? You getting busy? Nah, we we elevated it to Jeeps. Oh shit. You mining out there, man? Dude, it took the Jeep could take the Jeep out. Hey, you got a heckler. Dick Mom is giving you the business on the on the comments. She's giving Dick you... Mom doesn't want the smoke. She's just <laughs> because I'm in this. She wants clout. She's the Dick clout Mom kid. is a heckler, bro. She's giving Hey, you ain't you ain't gonna come to any mountain house and shit and see something like this sitting on mantle. Come on, you ain't got this, Dick Mom. Whoa, what the, what the fuck is that? Is that like tequila? What is that? Is it tequila? No, it's just some whiskey. Hey, you want to take a shot with your? You want to take a shot with your boy for one time? One time? Hey, that's that's kind of shitting on the Azul. That's kind of that's kind of shitting on the Azul, bro. Like you gotta, uh, you know, hey. you might gotta pull that out in the club. Except for it might be a little insensitive. Like you cannot pull like a whole Native American out in the club. Like hey, look at this with the sparklers. On it. Like all, my, all the homies coming into the podcast. Let's, let's bring it live. What's up, gang? Gang, man. Dude, That's what hey, I'm talking yo, about, Slazzy. Pour, pour yourself up a shot. Let's go. Hold up, man. I got coffee, man. Look, the baby sleep. I gotta go back to the. I'm going to the liquor store as soon as I leave here. I'm going hey, to the liquor I'm, store. I'm, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring you something from Deep Creek. Okay. One of one oh, I would love that, Slazzy. So, what you coming back next week? I'm here. All right, next week I'm on my bike. I'm getting my bike back from uh, College Park Bikes. Next week we on the we in these okay. streets. All right, we'll be my out bad, there. yo. Love you, kid. Man, for real, man. Good to see I'm you, boy. I'm gonna cheers to you, Q. My man, do hey, it up, bro. man. Black Broadway for life, yo. Black Broadway, you know the vibes. Yes, sir. I'm out. My man, yo. It's my boy, Dad Sleds, man. For real, man. It's, it's greatness, man. I love having my folks on the podcast. I love being able. To do this, it's, it's funny, man. Within COVID, man, virtually, it's good for us to be able to connect and try to even be closer than we was like when we was physically separated. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if everybody wasn't outside at the same club, sometimes we wouldn't even talk to each other, man. Now we back in the we back in the game, man. We back in the whole entire loop, man. It's a Black Broadway poor reporting. It's been a whole hour, man. I keep saying that I'm going to do this show. 
for 30 minutes, and then it turned into an hour because the whole gang comes and checks in. I owe a couple of chicken sandwiches this week. My man Wordsmith, big up my man Wordsmith for coming through and even dropping big-time jewels about, you know, mind state when it comes to property acquisition, when it comes to thinking about, you know, what is going on with these luxury apartments. I mean, think about that. Pay attention to what's being built and what's being constructed in your space and in your world, man. My wife coming through with the assist. Got the water for me, man. It's about that time to clock out of the live, go play with the baby wavy, you know what I'm saying, and just enjoy life, man. Like I said, every day until it ain't every day. We're not rocking on the weekends, though. We're taking those off. But every day till it ain't every day, we're rocking with this core report live around 5, Instagram live. Every day after that, you can check it out on... um. Pardon me, iTunes, <laughs> Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts, anywhere you're streaming your content at. That's where you can go check us out at every evening, man. For real. It's important, man. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all. Yo, I got I'm getting a little, a couple of little coins off of streams now, man. I, I just seen a little coin off of streams, man. Hey, look, don't let me get let don't let me see a C note off of streams. I, I will I'm going live breakdancing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. So, yo, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a cousin, man, that we out here, man. And we on Apple. We on Spotify. Every day you can just listen. You can check into this foolishness. When your people get on, man, tell them what's up, man. Yo, boss, I'm going to let you in on real quick, and then I'm going to get off of here. I'm going to call it a day. Oh, yeah. And we going out with the Notorious. We going out with Biggie tonight. So I'm going to let my man boss get the last words real quick. And boom, boom. Come on, hold up. There we go. Can I get it? Can I get you on there? Yeah, all right. There you go. All right, cool. I got you. We waiting on you. Look, I'm in my Teddy Riley bag. Yeah, exactly. And they told me I got a minute and 44 minutes, seconds remaining. 141 hey. remaining. Go. Hey, hey. I just had a vicious epiphany. Talk to you. And since we ain't got that much time, I'm definitely going to check in tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. I got to talk about this one. All right. Look at you in the I'm field the right now. And you see what's going on live from Uptown D.C., home of the brave, masked up, never gassed up. You know the vibes, man. My man, boss man. Yo, I'm a holler, man. All day, man. Black Broadway. Yes, sir. Hey, listen. It's Black Broadway Podcast, The Core Report. Available on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you're streaming your content, man. Hit me up on Gmail, blackbroadway at gmail.com. Slide into my DMs. Black Broadway on Instagram. You spell Black Broadway, B-L-B-C-K, Broadway. You know what it is. Washington, D.C., big up yourself. Remember, things work out the best for those who make the best of the way things work out, man. Big up to Coach John Wooden. Thank you all for tuning in one more time, man. We'll be back tomorrow. Mahalo. Peace.